Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. And welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, September the 20th, 2023. My daughter's birthday, my oldest daughter's birthday, September the 20th, 2023. So glad that you guys are on today. We're uh, continuing our journey through the New Testament. We are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 today as we uh, continue our trek through the New Testament this year. And uh, so we started back in January with uh, with our readings and with the goal of reading through the entire New Testament in 2023. And we're well on our way uh, in the last uh, really third of the year. So thanks for being on today. We're going to jump in today to 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, as I said, see what the Lord has to say to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's go. Let's see what. The scripture speaks to our hearts today. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. Hmm. So uh, Paul is describing a time where he, you know, he thought it best uh, to stay in Athens and uh, not to go to them. They, as bad as he wanted to go and see the Thessalonians. Uh, he instead, it says, verse 2, we sent Timothy, who is our brother and co-worker in God's service and spreading the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you in your faith, so that no one would be unsettled by these trials. So, presumably, Paul's sending Timothy to the church to settle them, to Encourage them to remind, to let them know, hey, we're 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 okay. We're, uh, you know, don't be uh, don't be shaken by these these circumstances that have happened to us. Uh, we good. We are gonna be good. Um, for you know quite well that we are destined for them. Hmm. Destined for what? Trials. We are destined for trials. It's a part of life. It's a part of, uh, certainly a part of living faithfully faithfully um, to Jesus. Faithfulness is going to bring, uh, faithfulness to Jesus will bring trials in this world. Faithfulness to Jesus will bring trials, unique trials in this world. And Paul's saying, don't be, we don't want you to be unsettled because we're facing opposition, because we're facing trials. Um it was it was destined to happen. I mean, um, and realize that you, as a follower of Jesus, you're going to face trials. Uh, as a follower of Jesus, there are going to be times things, um, values, your uh, stance on things, your position on things, your love for Jesus, your desire to please Him, uh, is going to conflict with the principalities and powers and opinions and. Um, uh, the overarching worldview of the world. 
your worldview as a, uh, a, a having a biblical worldview is going to contrast with um, the worldview, um, the secular worldview. And it turned out that way. So, so we told you, uh, we, we kept, it's verse four. Um, in fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted. And it turned out that way. We told you we were going to be persecuted. And you know what? It, it turned out just that way. So you well know. Verse five. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, that's the second time he said that. Verse three, uh, chapter three, verse one, that he could stand it no longer. And then down in verse five. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labors might have been in vain. So it was eating Paul up, in other words, knowing, uh, not knowing how the Thessalonians were doing. Um, you know, we have a kid in college now, uh, our last of three. And I can resonate with Paul, like it's eating me up, not knowing what's going on. You know, you know that feeling when uh, maybe family is together or you're away from someone or you haven't seen somebody in a little while. And you're like, it's, it's eating me up. How are they doing? How are they? Uh, how's life? Are they OK? Everything good. And Paul, as a sort of spiritual father to the Thessalonians, is like, it's eating me up hearing that they're struggling a little bit and not being able to get there and see it for myself. So Paul's like, when he it says in the beginning of the chapter, when I couldn't stand it any longer, I sent Timothy. <laughs> I had to send someone. Go, go lay eyes on these people. Let me know how they're doing. Give me a report. Encourage them. And then he says again, um, he, when, he, uh, when he couldn't stand it any longer, uh, you know, he sent to find out. He had to find out how they were doing. Um, he loves them, man, right? He cares about them. Um, he's, he's invested in them. They matter to him. And so he wants to know how they're doing. Um, we can relate to that on a personal level, just wanting to know. Verse 6, this is only like a 12... 13, chap 13 verses in this chapter, guys. We might be done early today. Who knows? But Timothy has just now come to us from you. Okay, so Paul is writing this at the return of Timothy from this, um, this journey he's just mentioned. So Timothy has just returned. Now Paul's penning this letter. But Timothy has just now returned to us from you and has brought, a, and has brought good news about your, your faith and love. So they're doing good. There's a good report of their faith and love. He has told us that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we long to see you. So you miss us. Timothy has told us that you miss us, that you love us, that you uh, have fond memories of when we were together, just like we have, do of you. All of this is incredibly encouraging to Paul's heart. Therefore. Verse 7, therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you because of your faith. For now, 
we really live since you are standing firm in the Lord. Hmm. It's that it's an interesting phrase, right? Now we really live since you are standing firm in the Lord. Uh, it almost gives the sense of like, you know, we were, we were burdened. We were, we were worried about you so much. Um, so to hear that you're doing well, that you're thriving in your faith, um, that, uh, that we're good relationally, that we're good um, in our um, friendship, and that you're good with the Lord, we, that burden is gone, and we can really live. <laughs> If you ever, you ever, you know, you, you, you I don't know, but I can, I can resonate with that sentiment. Like when you're, when you're carrying something that is just so heavy and you, you, a worry or an angst or a, um, what do we call, we call them all kinds of different things, right? Burdens, concerns, um, issues, problems, whatever you're carrying it and you're carrying it. And when it's resolved, it's like, ah, we can live, we can focus on other things. We, this cloud is gone. This, uh, this this burden has been lifted. That's kind of what you get from Paul here. He's like he was so burdened by the spiritual condition, uh, the spiritual well being of the Thessalonians, not really knowing how they were doing. He was so weighted down by this. When he gets the report back from Timothy, it's like a breath of fresh air. Like ah, oh, someone just opened the windows, right? Like fresh air. We can really live now. Hmm. Maybe some of you are waiting for a burden to be lifted, man. You're waiting for a burden to be lifted. And um, and that you're waiting for that moment when that burden is lifted, when you when you get that good report, when you uh, when you get that news that you're you're hoping for, uh, when that situation turns around or is resolved. Uh, man, we're praying for you today. We we are believing God that 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 miracle's on the way. We're believing God with you that that turnaround is coming, um, and that you can. You can quickly step into that season that Paul is talking about here where it's uh, you really live, right? Where you can say, I'm once again really living. I'm not so preoccupied with this other thing. I'm not so preoccupied and weighted down by this particular issue. I can now really live. I can broaden my horizons. I can look up. I can um, just focus on other things. Verse 9, how can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of God because of you? Hmm. So we, get, we can't thank you enough. Can't thank God enough for all the joy that you brought to us. Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. So we want to come and um, and add value to your spiritual life? Is there some teaching, some insight, some um, blessing, some encouragement, um, some um, something that may be lacking in your faith that we can add, that we can, um, that we can help, we can supply what you're missing? Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ clear the way for us to come to you. Man, maybe you're today praying that God clears the way for something. 
Um, maybe it's a business transaction. Maybe it's a um, a claim of some kind you've turned in, or a, <laughs> some kind of proceeding, or maybe it's a a, a journey you want to make. Maybe it's a visit you want to take. Um, you're just praying that God would clear the way. You know, we and um, and we pray with you that God clears the way, that He opens the door, that He provides the means that he uh, works it out in a way that um, that is that is a blessing to you and to others and and glorifies him so that's what Paul's saying he's saying we're, we're praying that the Lord Jesus will clear the way for us to come to you may the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you. Hmm. It's a good prayer for all of us. May our may the Lord make our love increase. May it, may it may God's love in us increase to the point where it overflows to others. Yeah. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father. When our Lord Jesus Christ when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. Woo! Verse 13, that's awesome. That could be our prayer today as we wrap up. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy. Hmm. So he's praying that God would strengthen the hearts of the Thessalonians so that um, they'll be courageous. They'll be blameless and holy. They'll be all that God's called them to be. They will grow up in spiritual maturity. They'll grow up um, um, in their faith. And to do that, their hearts have to be strengthened. They can't be feeble. Right? You got to have a strong heart. Have a, and that's that, that's that fortitude, right? Uh, and discipline to, um, to do the things in our lives to grow spiritually. I mean, spiritual, spiritual growth is a process, right? Spiritual growth is not automatic. Um, you don't just become a Christian and automatically you become mature. No, it's a process. It's a process of intentionality. You have to, we have to intentionally put things in our lives, intentionally do things in our lives that will uh, enable and foster our spiritual growth. Things like we're doing right now, reading the Word of God, listening to the Word of God, spending time, daily time in the Word of God. That's, that's a discipline that encourages our spiritual growth. Um, accountability, community, being with other brothers and sisters in Christ uh, around the faith who can speak into our lives. That fosters growth. Uh, corporate worship, gathering with the people of God, worshiping Jesus. Uh, that encourages growth. Prayer, times in prayer and conversation with God, that fosters our growth. Uh, generosity, the discipline of generosity, the discipline of giving, fosters our spiritual growth. Um, all of those things are, are ingredients, are, are disciplines, practices, and there are many others. Fasting uh, is another spiritual practice that uh, helps our spiritual growth, um, fellowship, um, discipleship, uh, all those things help our spiritual growth. 
And um, so as Paul's saying, may he strengthen your hearts. So the strengthening of hearts is so that you'll do those things you need to do. <laughs> um, so that you'll be blameless and holy in the presence of our God. See, now Paul's thinking, in the, you know, when, when we stand before Jesus, right? So, you'll, so that when you stand before the Lord, you'll be blameless and holy when the Lord returns with, with all of his holy ones. It's a beautiful vision. Well, I pray that for you and me too, that today our hearts would be strengthened, that we can be blameless and holy today, that we can be blameless and holy, be the people that we're called to be today, that our hearts would be strengthened. My friend, I pray that your heart would be strengthened today. That um that your heart would be encouraged and it would be in, it would be strengthened, strengthened to um to seek the Lord, strengthened to uh, ponder His Word, strengthened to be strengthened to be in constant communication with Jesus today. Just constant. When the Lord when the when the Scripture teaches us to pray without ceasing ceasing, it doesn't mean necessarily that you're in a in a a constant prayer meeting. No. It means that you're in this constant awareness of Jesus, constant uh, awareness of his presence, and it's an ongoing dialogue throughout the day. You know, you think about Jesus, he prayed all the time. He wasn't always in a prayer meeting. He certainly had times of intense prayer. We know this very clearly. Jesus took time away to pray. Um, you know, long, uh, long uh, secluded times to pray, yes. But he prayed all the time. He prayed before he ate. He prayed before uh, he would do miracles. He prayed um, when he prayed for children <laughs> as they came up to him. He blessed them. Um, he prayed before he went to uh, a different different before a journey. They prayed and they left. He prayed all the time. It was a part of his rhythm of his life. He spoke to God. He looked up to heaven, you know, over and over. Um, the Lord, he just was in constant communication with the Father. And, um, and likewise, we're, we're in constant communication with the Father through Jesus. So we're, we're aware of his presence. So I pray that for you today, that you're strengthened in him, that your heart is close to him. Um, and that helps us not miss the things, the moments, not miss the moments, not miss the things that God is up to. It helps us to be uh, better ambassadors of his. It helps us to be, um, to really, as Paul would say, to really live. Um, just like Paul said when he got word that the Thessalonians were doing well spiritually, they were, they, they were, they were really living. When we, when we spend time in the presence of Jesus, we, when we pray without ceasing, when we walk with him, um, we really live. We're alive. We see. Love it. All right, you guys, let's, uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for my friends today. I pray your blessing and encouragement in their lives. Lord, may we each and every one of us be strengthened today so that we might be blameless and holy, not only on that last day when we stand before you with the holy ones, but today we would be all that you've called us to be. God, I pray your blessing and encouragement on each and every heart today. Lord, maybe some are praying for a breakthrough, praying for something, a burden to be lifted. Lord, I Join with them in praying that that burden might be lifted, that you might do great things, and, uh, and turn it around quickly. Lord, we love you. We give you thanks today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, my friends, so much for being on today. Hope you have a fantastic day.
Thank you for liking, su- subscribing, and sharing this podcast. We're so close on YouTube to being able to go live. We need a f- couple of more subscriptions. So if you're listening to the podcast, hop on over to YouTube and go to uh, my channel, which is Terry Roland One, youtube.com backslash Terry Roland One, T E R R Y R O L E N, the number one, and subscribe. And you'll help us unlock those additional tools and uh, be able to go live on YouTube. All right, you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. We'll be back at it tomorrow with 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. See you then. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.